I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Work Insanity, a show about keeping your sanity while you work from home. I'm Tom Merritt. I've been working from home myself for 10 years, running my own podcasting business and writing novels. And I'm Patrick Beja. I've been working from home for over 10 years doing production and podcasts and more. And today we're going to address some questions and thoughts from you folks again. Thanks for sending them to us. Indeed, you can keep them coming. Send us questions on working from home at, uh, uh, yeah, on working from home to contact at workinsanity.net. That took me a second. <laughs> That's because we have so many great emails coming in. Thanks to everybody. Uh, keep those coming. Uh, we're going to start with Chris, who has a tip for making a dedicated work area when you don't have a lot of space. No, that was something a lot of folks were asking about. And he has a question about email tone of voice. So first, Chris writes, First, the computer I use at my house doubles as both my work computer and my game computer. In the past, Mm -hmm. I've had problems focusing on one or the other because I was physically in the same spot for both activities. My solution? I move my chair. When I'm doing work, I face one part of the room, and when I game, I face another part. It's a pretty quick change-up if your cables are long enough, and if you can't move your chair, then you can log into your PC with different accounts, or change the picture on your computer's desktop, or even your browser's Chrome when you change activities. Uh, I like these ideas. It's sort of like, well, if all you have is this option... This is a way at least give yourself a different visual cue. I can't imagine moving my computer uh, every time, but if it works for you and that's all you got, then that's great. I think a lot of people would have laptops, which would be easy to move. Which would make so it that's, easy. No, that's a good yep. point. Yeah. Uh, secondly, Chris says, I was hoping you could offer advice on how to get the right tone in written messages. For me, waiting 24 hours after my first draft and reading out loud helps, but was hoping you might have some other suggestions. Uh, we, Patrick and I were talking when we saw this email first. Uh, I don't know that we could ever wait 24 hours for most of the messages we write, uh, maybe email newsletters. I mean, it depends. Like that, but yeah, no, it, de- it depends on the email. If that's something really important, you mm-hmm. want to get right. Um, I'm sure he doesn't wait 24 hours for every single you know email that he sends. I can see how if it's something that you definitely don't want uh, people to misunderstand, that's something you could implement. Yeah, yeah. I I tend to try to read it out loud uh or or even read it out loud in my head and here's my trick i try to read it without any emotion because i think what we do when we write sometimes is we have our own tone of voice in our head and we're saying like oh my gosh that's a great idea and in, in a cheery tone but someone could read it on the other end oh my gosh that's a great idea <laughs> so you need to like take out uh, the tone and say, okay, does this still, do these words still convey what I wanted, uh, even mm-hmm. if they don't benefit from my enthusiasm uh, or my my joy and emotion? Uh, and that, that has led me to, to rephrase things in the past. What about you, Patrick? 
I tend to be overly familiar and overly uh, positive or enthusiastic. I think the big issue with email is that people can read it um, with a different emotion than you intended. So if you make it incredibly clear that you're being positive, it becomes difficult to read and take it as a negative. Some people might think it, you're being ironic, so don't overdo it. Yes, but right. being kind, <laughs> being intentionally kind in your email might make uh, things go better. I even in professional emails uh, include a couple of uh, smileys. Because that is the clearest sign, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm being nice here. And uh, th so I, I tend to talk to think about it, writing an email as I would talk to the person if they were in front of me. Now, of course, that's not something you can do in every situation and in every email, especially when you're a serious professional person, unlike me. Um, but that's something to keep in mind, you know, try to actively be positive to make sure you offset the potential negative read of uh, of an email and it's the, the balance there the difficult balance becomes staying firm and voicing criticism or asking for not criticism but asking slash demanding for stuff while remaining positive and I uh, personally I think that having the positive aspect makes the other thing easier to do but uh yeah that's my yeah yeah my I, I I love the the using using smileys or, or emojis. Uh, it may sound silly, uh, but it really does make a difference. I've noticed it make a difference when I'm reading something where I, I start to think, well, wait a minute, is that oh smiley face? Okay, <laughs> everything's fine. Uh, it's it's funny, yeah. like it really does it really does help. And even if you don't wait 24 hours, uh, especially if it's something where maybe you're you're a little you're a little upset or you're a little uh, worried that someone's going to take it the wrong way, writing it out and then putting it aside for a few minutes, even if it's not a long time, uh, might be a good way to go back and then read it fresh uh, five minutes, 10 minutes later, even I think would be helpful. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say, you know, half an hour or an hour. If, if it's something, you know, very rarely do you, does your email need to be sent right this second. Usually it can wait an hour and writing it out, putting it aside for an hour is Probably, I wouldn't go to 24 hours personally, probably, um, because that's a little bit too long. But, you know, it might be appropriate. But definitely, if it's something sensitive, an hour can be helpful. All right. Uh, second question of the day from Melissa in Florida, who's asking about staying focused, which is not an easy thing. Uh, she says, loving the new show as someone who has been working from home for the past two years. Question for you. How do you stop yourself from multitasking when on an audio call? I find myself drifting into other activities, email, browsing, checking my phone, and would love your thoughts. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody just admit it to yourself. If no one else right now, we've all done this. We've all fallen for this. Uh, my, I, you know, I don't have the silver bullet uh, for this, but a few things I've tried uh, are minimize all the windows except for the conference or any ancillary materials. So you're less tempted uh, to start browsing uh, or, or looking at something else. Uh, I also will... Keep a pen on my desk 
Uh, so that, oh, I was going to say that. Uh, wait, really? You do the same thing. So I've just got something to fidget with, something to hold <laughs> uh, that'll keep my hands busy so they don't just drift over to the phone and pick it up or something else. I have an Apple Pencil in my hand right now. No kidding. <laughs> I, it's funny, I have I, a ballpoint uh, in my head, in hand right now, too. <laughs> um, and yeah, so there's there's actually... Okay, so first of all, some conference calls, it's okay to drift through. It depends on your organization. <laughs> That's a really good point. <laughs> it depends on how many you have, but especially with the lockdown, uh, some companies have started having like two, three calls a day that people make calls for stuff, like people create calls for stuff that would be a, an email or a conversation where you walk over to the person's desk. And that can become, sometimes you're in a call that uh, you have nothing to do with or some, anyway, you get my point. Some calls, it's probably okay to drift uh, off of a little bit. Yeah. Use your judgment on which ones are those. Um but aside from that, yeah, fiddling with something can be very helpful. A pen, there's actually, I got something called the Fidget Cube, which was a uh, Kickstarter project a while ago and is now available in many places. It's just a cube with a ton of things, a tiny cube, uh, the, the size of a, I don't know, a, a two dice uh, stuck together or four yeah. dice rather, or wait, eight dice uh, stuck together. And you have like a little thing to turn, a little switch to switch on and off, a little, uh, you know, a bunch of things like that. I love this thing. I fiddle with it all the time. You can hear the most satisfying thing is this one. I don't know if you hear it. Yeah, I can. But uh, yeah, it, it's uh, so that kind of thing can definitely be helpful. So, yeah, Melissa, hopefully that is something that can help you. Oh, and you know, another thing she pointed out is these are audio calls, right? Because if you have a video call, you could at least look at the people uh, in the video <laughs> conference. So I don't know, maybe putting up like a a, a a very calm, serene picture that you can you can look at, you know, that's not going to distract <laughs> you too much. But uh, you know, Patrick's Instagram, something I don't know, uh, <laughs> might might help keep your eyes focused without you losing focus on what you're listening to. All right, let's get uh, some more suggestions. Uh, thanks to so many of you who suggested equipment for making your home workspace work better. Uh, here are a few representative samples of recommendations we got. For Zoom and conference calls, uh, Big Jim uses the icom to fit I-C-O-M-T-O-F-I-T, icom to fit wireless Bluetooth headset. Uh, it's an earpiece, actually, not a headset, with a stereo noise-canceling mic. Uh, that's icom to fit all one word. And uh, the, the one, when I looked at it, was around 40 bucks. Uh, so that's roughly the price range. Indeed. Uh, Stephanie, uh, when Stephanie, also known as Musical Chemist, started working from home, she looked for the same chair she had at work. The 300 American dollars HON Ignition 2.0 mid-back adjustable lumber work mesh computer chair. Wow. That's a mouthful. She points out that she is five foot two, so if you're taller, that might not be uh, the one you want, and you might look uh, at some of the user reviews or Q and A. Yeah, I think some taller people were asking, like, 
will this work for me? So you, yeah. you might want to check that out. Uh, and then Gautaman has found good success with the following camera for his video conferencing, a Logitech C615 webcam. We recommend the C920, but those can be hard to find. Uh, so he recommended the C615 and the Fifine K669B USB microphone. That's F-I-F-I-N-E, Fifine K669B USB microphone. Uh, and he's like, and I just, I've tried out all different kinds of headphones uh, and they all kind of work for him. He even uses AirPods sometimes. Uh, so you, those are all the recommendations uh, recommendations from Gautaman. Thank you so much for that. Uh, and keep those, those uh, questions coming, folks. But that's it uh, for Work and Sanity. For this time, we hope we helped you bring a little sanity to your work life from home. And if you're looking for the email address to send your recommendations to, it's contact at workinsanity.net. I'm Patrick Beja. You can catch up with me at uh, Not Patrick on every social network. Not Patrick is easy to remember, and you know how I know because you already remember it. <laughs> and I'm Tom Merritt. You can find me at tommerritt.com and find both of us at workinsanity.net. Talk to you next time. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.